Okay, it's recording. Awesome. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Atlanta on Air. Um, I'm Hunter. This is Adam. Adam, we have a really special guest today, and I'm going to let you take that part over. All right. Uh, really, really excited. Um, people that know us uh, know we're a huge fan of this guy. Uh, crushed his pro day, proved a lot of people wrong, but uh, anybody who's actually watched him knows he's an animal. And it's uh, LSU safety, Jacoby Stevens. Yes, sir. I, thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Of course, man. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day for us. We really do appreciate that. Uh, no problem. So you grew up in Tennessee, right? Yes. H- how was that? Like, I- I've grown up in Georgia, so. Um, I mean, I guess it was a fun, you know, it was fun. I mean, uh, my family's from Louisiana, so we're you know, kind of away from, um, you know, the majority of my family. But, um, you know, it, it was a cool experience. You know, that's where my uh, friends are. And, uh, you know, you, you know, just growing up, you just have, you know, just life experiences. I mean, um, in terms of football, you know, you, all you have over there in Tennessee is UTK fans and, you know, Vanderbilt fans and where I was from, MTSU fans. So, um, you know, I, I believe that, you know, especially where I'm from, Tennessee is a very um, underrated place for high school football. Um, I mean, you look there. I mean, I think there's a guy there from my actually uh, high school uh, that just committed to Georgia uh, himself. So I think, um, you know, I think a lot of guys, I think especially like with Jalen Ramsey and T. Higgins and, you know, Jacob Phillips, a lot of those guys are starting to put Tennessee football on the map. So I, I think that that's really benefiting those high school guys there. Um, so just, just your high school career, when, um, when did you know that, um, it was going to be like, this was something that felt like you could do for a living or just even at the D one level? Um, I, you know, uh, I think once I uh, committed to, uh, LSU, uh, I knew, I mean, um, you know, you always question yourself if, uh, if you're good enough. I mean, I'm doing that, uh, as we speak, uh, with the NFL, but all you always question yourself, are you good enough? And, um, when I knew I had the capability of playing on the uh, college level was when I committed and, um, you know, just ready to go. And then, you know, I always, you know, even when I got to LSU, I asked myself, what am I still good? You know, am I still good enough to be able to uh, be a player to separate myself from the pack on the college level? And that, and that truly really didn't happen until um, my, the end of my sophomore year when we actually played Texas A&M, that seven overtime game. When I really, when I really kind of came into my own and really understood that that I have a chance to be uh, special on a college level. Was was that the game where you got the one-handed stab? I don't remember. Uh, no, the one the one-handed uh, interception came my junior uh, my junior year uh, against Mississippi State. Uh, Texas A and M was uh, my sophomore year. That's when I had like fourteen tackles in the game. So Jesus. That- uh, we're 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 part of a study group in Discord, and uh, I seen that everybody screamed like, "You want to? You want to? I don't know. Do you? You obviously you remember that play pretty well. Do you, you want to talk about that one? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, that play was like you know it was just like a snap decision, really. I mean, I I mean, I mean it was third down. Coach Randa, the defensive coordinator at the time, you know, you know he called the defense, and um, you know, really truly was just kind of playing playing the concept and playing the down. I mean, um, I had a responsibility of, you know, kind of I'm basically protecting the, that hole um, with my body, but uh, I have responsibility of coming down on a running back, 
and the quarterback threw the ball. And really and truly, that, you know, going up with one hand was just a snap decision. I mean, I really didn't think about, like, you know, I'm going <laughs> to go catch this pick with one hand. I, you know, I, really and truly, I just jumped up, put my hand out there, and I came down with the ball. And, um, you know, that ended up being, you know, top, you know, top three in the uh, sports center, uh, sports center top <laughs> ten for that week. So, you know, you know, you, I, I, I'll take it. <laughs> Man, that was, uh, that was pretty incredible. Like, I don't know, I played, I, I was a high school linebacker, and uh, just seeing that from a defensive perspective, I was like, this guy just like that's the Odell equivalent, equivalent right? <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> yeah, I, that, that that week I got a, I got a couple of comparisons to that. I, I don't think, I don't think that's quite uh Odellish uh Odell's you know catch catch uh you know that that was freakish but uh you know I I'll definitely take that comparison. <laughs> yeah it was pretty good. Um just uh just another question I had um like LSU's got such a huge lineage with DBs. Um you know did did you lean on Greedy and um Grant Delpit and uh, did you played with them last year right? Or two years ago, sorry. Um, did you lean on them for like any advice? You know, Grant played this my same position, so you know I watched. You know, I watched how Grant um, really covered the middle of the field. I always believed that Grant playing in the box, how he blitzes, and uh, how he you know attacks blockers and high um, tackles uh, to you know like like I said, Grant covering ground. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of guys that went through, you know, that came through LSU that, you know, all, you had the opportunity to learn. Yeah. When you were at LSU, you wore the number seven and I know that's kind of a big deal there. Uh, can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, we just talked about Grant. Grant was one of the guys that wore seven. Um, I mean, there's so many guys that, you know, came through there. I mean, their names alone kind of sets the tone what seven means. I mean, you have such a guy such as Leonard Fournette. Um, you have Tyron Matthew, you know, Patrick Peterson, you know, Grant Delpit. Yeah. Uh, DJ Chark. There's so many guys that, you know, those names alone kind of tell you what seven represents and, uh, how, uh, you know, highly coveted that number is, um, in Baton Rouge. How did it feel to be one of the guys to be able to represent that number and to have your name along the likes of those players? Oh yeah. I mean, for me, it meant a lot. Uh, uh, and I think for me it meant even more because you know it, it for me it was more than just oh I wore, I'm a playmaker and I wore a seven or not but for me it meant more because in high school uh in, in growing up I you know idolized Patrick Peterson I mean from you know my jerseys when I oh, what I wore for AAU and high school football. Um, I wore seven because of uh, Patrick Peterson and watching him and his highlights at LSU. So when I got the opportunity to wear that, of course, you know, it came with a responsibility of uh, making plays and um, being a good football player. But for me, I looked at it as an opportunity to wear the same number my idol wore at his school. That's awesome. That's, That's really awesome. awesome man. Really good story. I like that. Um, so you're saying Peterson is your idol. Would you also consider him like your biggest role model, or is that someone else? Oh uh, no, my my biggest role model is my dad. Um, you know, I idolize uh, Patrick Peterson. Um, I, uh, you know, I consistently watch him. You know, I think he's a, you know, we all know that he's a hell of an athlete and a, you know, a great player. Um, but when it comes to like my ro uh, role model, somebody that I look up to, uh, look for guidance and um, just how I carry myself off the field. Uh, that, that's definitely my father. 
That's awesome, man. That is awesome. My dad has also made like a huge impact on my life, so that's really cool to hear. Yeah. Um, Adam, what you got next? Um, so just um, just your versatility in the LSU D. Like, it's almost every single game you're racking up tackles, sacks, uh, pass deflections, interceptions. Um, what what um, attributed to like your overall complete game, like ability to blitz, drop in coverage, play deep third, like kind of just be everywhere and anything for that LSU D. You know, uh, LSU, I mean, I started off as a safety and then I ended up playing receiver and tight end, a little a, a bit of H-back, and then I ended up moving to defense and playing safety and linebacker and, you know, going back to safety. So, um, you know, it, it, def, it definitely uh, helps know, uh, knowing all those different positions and having that, having those experiences there. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, it, it's getting starting to get to, you know, football starting to get to a um, positionless game. And it's starting to become a matchup game. So being able to do just about, uh, you know, being able to do a little bit of just about everything um, is starting to become high value. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, What, like, in terms of, um, like, I I don't think one thing uh, about your game that gets talked about enough is just your ability and, like, man coverage. Um, Like, sometimes I see guys struggling to get off the line against you, like, well, what do you attribute that to? Is it something you see in, in film or is it something that uh, you just choose to be super physical off the line and, and or how is that? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's something that I mean, it's definitely something that I look at at film. Um, you know, most of the tight ends that we played, you know, a lot of guys were, you know, scared of them and backed off of them. And they just basically got to run a free route and box them out, you know. And for me, you know, playing football, I'm going to be physical with you. And nine times out of ten, when I got my hands on them at, at five yards, they stopped their feet, which in turn they slowed they slow themselves down and they they take themselves take themselves out of the quarterback progression. Um, you know that's you know me playing cover in, in coverage is a very you know quote unquote underrated part of my game. Um, you know a lot of people try to say that I struggle in it, but I I think that's just them getting information from somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, if they you know if they watch the actual game and actually no football, they understand that I'm doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, that, that was one of my biggest pet peeves. I kept seeing that about you, and I, and I was just so confused if – I don't know if they were watching somebody else or what, what was going on. They, they, they you know, I, you know, surprisingly, I've actually seen, you know, uh, I read an article and, you know, they tried to show like a video of one of, one of our guys, you know, he was giving up a touchdown – and they said it was me. You know, they said that that was me. Uh, I think I, I think I I think it was like a, a post um, Jerry Judy ran. And they said that was me that got burnt. And I was literally on the other side of the field. I think guarding Najee Harris Jesus on like a flat Christ. route. So I'm like, what? <laughs> if these guys are the ones saying that, then, you know, there's a, there's a reason why they're doing that. And, you know, I'm playing football. But, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, it. it it is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, all this stuff is about making money. It's, it's marketing. Oh, for, sure. <laughs> for sure. Speaking of, uh, like, Najee, who has been the hardest player you've played against, like, to cover or, like, stop or game plan against? Um, The hardest person that uh, – the hardest person that I've, like, played against uh, definitely was a quarterback. It was it was Tua. Um, the only reason why I, I say that is because he can make every throw. Uh, especially uh, when he was at Alabama, he can make just about every throw, and he can. And he was, 
he he was just he he made those highlight plays all the time. And uh, it was really about just containing him. I mean, of course, he had the weapons. He had all types of weapons around him. Mm-hmm. But I think with Tua, that he just made that offense click. Um, you know, that doesn't take anything away from the guys that, ha- that he had around him. But I think, you know, I think you're going to see in this year two and year three, and just watching his uh, watching him progress as a professional, we're going to see how really special he is. That's really wild to hear because, like, during this whole pre-draft cycle, Everyone's been saying how Mac Jones is better than Tua. So it's really interesting <laughs> to hear that, like, as someone who's played against both, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, well, with that, I, you know, I'm, you know, that, that's not for me to, you know, talk about who's better than who. But, I, you know, in my situation, in, in my opinion, I just hold Tua, uh, you know, you know, I, I think Tua is very, very good, um, you know, and, you know, p- the people that see, Things in Mac Jones, that's that you know, that's what they believe. Um, you know, Mac Jones is a good quarterback. And, you know, I, th- I think that uh, he did really well during this 2020 campaign. Um, but uh, you know, I I, I just think Tua is a different animal. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. Um, okay. So, in your ideal world, who is your first career interception off of? Uh, it definitely have to be Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, you know, he's regarded as the GOAT. Um, so, I mean, being able to pick him off uh, would, you know, that that would be, that would be big. Um, you know, he doesn't throw him often. So to pick somebody off, pick to pick off somebody like that would be, you know, you know, to, for me, it would be a big deal. Um, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't try to go, you know, like, Talk trash to make a mad so he can try to pick us apart. <laughs> Sorry, Jacoby. You just you cut out there. Do you do you want to just repeat? I don't know if you want to repeat it or give like. A okay, s- oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was saying uh, I was saying that uh, Coach O, you know, he brings energy all the time. Um, you know, he uh, he's a blue collar guy. He's never going to be outworked, um, and he pushes it. He pushes us. You know, he pushes us to our limits and pushes some more uh, every week. Um, I think that, uh, you know, one of, one of the things that I love about Coach O is that before the games, he gets so hyped up and he gets so wired up, you know, you, you will swear that he's about to go play in the game himself. You swear that he's about to put the shoulder pads and helmets on and go on and take on pullers and take on guards and centers because that's how much uh, passion he has for the game. And, um, you, know, we, you know, as players, we feed off their energy and we're ready to play. That's awesome. He's uh he's one of my favorite. Like I love his interviews. I, I don't know if <laughs> if you get to catch them at all, but they're like one of my favorite things. Like he's just you could see the the passion in him, and mm-hmm. you absolutely love to see that as a football fan. Um, how, how about the how about like the 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 draft process? Like how has that been? Everything you thought it would be, or like is there something crazy that went happen, or like? You, something you didn't prepare for or how was that oh uh, no i mean doing the draft process i mean everything um you know you prepare for so much um you know you have people that came before you to uh kind of tell you their experience uh i think that you know the draft process definitely lived up to expectation um but it's been a long three months um <laughs> so i'm uh i'm ready for it to end i'm ready for you know the draft to come and you know have a little bit more certainty certainty but 
you know, it, you know, it's been a fun process, but like I said, it's been a long three months. I, I, I can't wait for it to be over with. <laughs> yeah, I get that for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I know a lot of times people kind of talk during the draft cycle and these weird, crazy questions get leaked. Have you gotten any of these wild questions from meetings with teams or other interviews or anything just crazy off the wall? No, I, I, no, I haven't got any crazy questions like that. I think the only, uh, I guess, crazy thing that happened, like I said earlier, is, uh, you know, I actually like I think I, at LSU I wore a thumb, a thumb brace for like a day and I had to go get an X-ray for my, on my thumb. Uh, because uh, they they requested an X-ray for it, but um, other than that, that it's been really been a normal process. I never really got asked any weird questions. Um, you know, like I said, you know, I, and I can even understand the you know the X-ray with the thumb. I mean, they're about to invest millions of dollars into you, so I mean, they they really want to make sure everything's okay. But um, you know, I think that's right. I think really and truly, the thumb is really the most like the weirdest thing, weirdest thing that ever happened. But other than that, it's been it's been normal. Oh, for sure. For sure. Do you have any wild, like, in-game stories of anything that happened at LSU? Um, man, uh, some wild. I don't, I don't think that I would want to say that, say that on live. <laughs> <laughs> some of the things that I, some of the stories that I have, I don't think any guys would appreciate that I'll be putting their business out there. So, <laughs> you know, that, that, that's a conversation for a, a more private, uh, you know, more private setting. <laughs> nah, man, I understand that for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so we've seen, um, like, so how was the senior bowl? Like, I know you met with every team there. Um, obviously we're representing Atlanta. Did you have, I, I read that you had a decent conversation mm -hmm. with Atlanta. Yeah. You, uh, you see yourself yeah. With there? yeah. So, um, you know, I had a couple of conversations with, uh, I had a conversation at the senior bowl with the Falcons and it, you know, it was a really good conversation. Uh, you know, they just kind of asked me what, you know, what I felt comfortable playing and my playing weight, just kind of, you know, a good back and forth, but it was a really good conversation. And um, my agent uh, actually had a couple of conversations with their, um, with with uh, some of the representatives for them. Um, so, you know, my agent has been in contact with them and uh, I've been in contact with them at the Senior Bowl and, I, and I'm pretty sure they had a representative there at the Pro Day. So, um, you know, it, it, it would be, be pretty cool to go and, and, and play for the Falcons, not only because, you know, I love Julio Jones. That's like one of my guys. Um, but I also was a, you know, I, I'm a, a Falcons fan. I always kept up with the Falcons. So it'd be kind of cool to go play for the Falcons. Hell yeah. I know that. Louisiana guy, really? Like, yeah. well, <laughs> Louisiana. <laughs> heritage right i guess that's where you said your family's from like how did they right. take that like how did that happen uh i don't know i mean i mean my uncle's a Tampa bay fan and i don't even think my dad has a favorite team i have a cousin that likes the Bengals. we're all over the place we don't have oh. i don't think i have any relatives that love the saints so uh <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> you'll love to hear it you'll love yeah. to hear it yeah um what was um like the Senior Bowl itself like the Senior Bowl week? Um, I don't know. Some it frustrates me uh, seeing sometimes the defensive guys put in, in bad spots on like one on ones and and stuff like that. But how were you? How was the process of the Senior Bowl and the Senior Bowl itself? I mean, I mean, people got to understand this. You know, the Senior Bowl is a great opportunity to get in front of scouts. But at the end of the day, the Senior Bowl is an All Star game. 
And just like yeah. we've seen in every All Star game, there's no defense played. So, <laughs> so you know, you know, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a game that allows, you know, you know, it's a game that it's made for views and, and made for the fans. And so nobody, you know, although we're competing and we're going hard, but nobody's really trying to, um, you know, especially during the game, uh, prove themselves. Prove themselves. Um, it's a, it's a laid back game, so. Um, it, you know, I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't get into, you know, all the one-on-ones and, um, you know, the stat, I don't even think they keep stats and the stats and all that, like, like <laughs> that, but it, it's a good opportunity to get in front of scouts and show them just, you know, allow them to see you in person. Um, I think it's a good opportunity to do that. Um, as, like I said, this year was a really good opportunity to get in front of them and talk because, you know, meetings were down due to the pandemic. So I, I think, you know, it's a really good opportunity to go and play. Uh, but in terms of really like, are you really getting, you know, a true game at the Senior Bowl? I wouldn't say so. Um, but I, I think that it's a really good opportunity. And if you do have an opportunity to go, I think, you you know, um, that there wouldn't be any negatives of int- attending the uh, Senior Bowl. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I was actually at the Senior Bowl, like over on the media side, and okay. it was super cool, like seeing everybody, like all these different schools and players and guys coming together. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there anybody there who you just kind of like, kind of immediately hit it off with or anything? Um, you know, I, you know, I, I'm a guy that kind of keeps to myself. Uh, it, you know, it kind of takes me more than more than a week to kind of just become close friends with somebody. Right. Uh, but um. You know, you know, I, I had fun with the, I had fun with the guys that I already knew there, like J, uh, Jabril Cox and uh, Race McMath. It, it was a cool experience, and also, you know, also meeting guys. You know, I, I met, uh, you know, was able to meet Mark Will. You know, he played at Georgia. Uh, me and him hit it off pretty well, and uh, you know, he has a funny personality. And uh, DJ Daniel, really, the really funny. The funny part is that the me and the Georgia guys got along really well. So I thought, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> That's super cool. <laughs> Um, um, if we were to call Coach O today, what do you think he would say about you? Um, I think that he would say that I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm one of the I'm a hard worker. Uh, I think he'll say that I'm a very smart football player, and like one of the things that you know he always says about me that I'm pound for pound one of the strongest players on the team. I think that I think it's one of the things that he would say. He he always likes throwing that in there. Um, so. Uh, I think those are a couple of things that he would say about me if you would call Coach O. For sure, um, would, Adam, um, you got anything yeah. else? Yeah, I got, I got, I, I gotta ask because it's like obviously one of the biggest things. Um, how, like, just how is winning the Natty in 2019 with like that superstar LSU squad? And I have to ask, who wins the 19 LSU team or the 2000 uh, Alabama <laughs> squad? <laughs> uh, uh, well, playing playing, um, you know, for that team was, you know, the, you know, it, it's every kid's dream. I mean, you you know, you dream about going, you know, playing in college, going fifteen and zero, and winning the national championship. I mean, you know, it's a dream, and, and you know, you were able, and I was able to do that, and I was able to be a part of that, and 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 a, and a really and truly a, a really big contributor on that team. Um, you know, for who's going to win 2019 LSU versus 2020 Bama, you know, my argument is that you you already had that game. I mean, you, you had that game last year in 2019, and LSU won. And I think 
you know, LSU, you know, LSU 2019 would definitely be LSU, I mean, Alabama 2020. Um, and, and like, I, like I pointed to before, you know, that same roster that was Alabama 2020 was on the Alabama 2019 uh, team. I mean, in fact, they probably lost, uh, they, they lost one of their better players uh, in digs as a corner. Um, I mean, I, I, I know, I know that's one guy that they lost. That's that was a really big contributor on that defense. Uh, Xavier McKinney they lost uh, as safety. That's one of another their big guys, probably one of their better guys. And the rest of the guys are returners from that 2019 team, and that 2019 team beat that team. So I mean, I I, I really and truly that just be a rematch, and I think that we'll beat them again. <laughs> <laughs> I love to hear that, man. Yeah. Y'all's 2019 team was one of the funnest cool. I've ever seen. Yeah, I love watching. That. I just love the story, like um, the Joe Burrow with the EAUX at the jersey. Like mm-hmm. that's just like I don't know, man. That you guys got to make a movie out of that or something. <laughs> Maybe in 10, 15 years they'll do like a 30 for 30 or something like that. Man, I would yeah. love to see that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, just just one last question. Um, I love safety plays, so you're obviously one of my favorites um, in this whole draft process. But is there anybody like in the league um, now or past that you could compare your game to? Uh, no, I wouldn't say I could compare my game to anybody's. Um, I, I you know I think I play um, and in, you know I think uh, you know I try to grab from everybody everybody's game and try to apply it to mine. Um, but I wouldn't say that I try to model myself after anybody. Uh, you know, I, I think I play to my with my own type of style, but um, I definitely look at the likes of Jamal Adams, you know, mm-hmm. the Cam Chancellors, even the you know, unfortunately he left the Falcons, but the Keanu Nils, and yeah. I and I look at those type of safeties and try to apply uh, their game to mine. But I, I wouldn't say that I model my game after anybody. Um, one last little thing to go off what you just said. I know I've talked around to a couple of like media analysts and stuff. And they describe you as like a Keanu Neal light type of player. Do you think that's a fair comparison, or do you think you can do more or bring a different game? Um, I you know I think you know when Keanu Neal was healthy, I mean he's a hundred tackle guy. I mean, I mean simple as that. I mean you know, and to be able to get a hundred tackles as a safety in the league is is a big deal. Uh, so I'm not gonna say that Keanu Neal wasn't a really good player, and I think I think uh. His three healthy, I think his three healthy years at in Atlanta, he had a hundred tackles. Oh, so for sure, a, yeah. So, so, he, so he's a really good safety. But I, I think that you know I can, um, I think I can rush the passer a little bit better. I think I can, you know, I think I can get out to the quarterback um, a little bit better. And um, you know, I, I think that I can, you know, I, you know, with him, I think he was put in a certain position to where he guarded the tight end. And, and um, you, you really don't see Keanu getting beat like that in coverage. And I, I think that that's something that I can do as well. Um, but in terms of tackling and coverage and all that, I, I think that that's a perfect, uh, that's a, you know, a perfect, um, you know, uh, player that I can compare myself to a, a perfect comp. But I just think that I'm able to uh, rush a passer better. Than, and maybe that he can rush a passer and he will, he just wasn't asked to. I just know that's part of the game. Right. You know, me watching Atlanta that he really never really did. You know, he got he got a couple of sacks in his career, but um, I think that you know from what I saw from him, I think I can rush the passer better. For sure, for sure. Yep. Awesome. Um, Adam, you got anything else? Um, nothing. I just uh, I hope you enjoy the the process. Um, I wish you guys and uh, your family well on uh, Easter, 
And um, I hope you're a Falcon, to be honest. <laughs> Dude, me too. I want you to be a Falcon so bad. <laughs> Yeah. Is, uh, right. uh, no, no, th- no, thank you for having me, man. And, uh, I- I'm, and thank you for the opportunity.